and welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was created to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. Hey everyone, what's up? I feel like I might sound a little echoey. I'm in what is my new podcast space, aka our guest room slash office closet, and I'm going to figure out the sound situation, but right now, to be honest, it's kind of full of junk in here, and that's the way it's probably going to stay for a while. I thought it was finally time to catch up and let you all know what's been going on with me, going on in the life with Zan. It's been kind of weird. I don't know. So we moved. The last episode I recorded was me talking about how I manifested our new place. And honestly, it has exceeded all expectations. I absolutely love this apartment. It's still like a little too big for us, which is perfect because we wanted some room to grow. And I'm loving redecorating, reimagining our home, and we've got some new things that we've purchased and added to our space. So if you're following me on Instagram, at Zanfaro, you've probably seen a lot of that, but of course I'll be sharing more in the coming weeks. But I just kind of wanted to chat about some things that have gone on lately and share my response and reaction and everything that has transpired since. So I just want to get the, this one over with because it's it's a low vibe, okay? So a few weeks ago, a week and a half ago, Shelby and myself and a friend were at dinner sitting outside and someone came up to our table, took my phone, and ran away at the exact same time they were, I guess, working with a friend and that friend also did the exact same thing to another person at the exact same restaurant at the same time. And so the two of us had our phones stolen on what was a beautiful evening sitting outside. In Texas, when it finally cools off, you really just want to be outside and enjoy the weather. And when I say cool off, I mean like anything below 95. So we were sitting outside enjoying ourselves, having a lovely evening. Shelby's friend was visiting from out of town and this unfortunate thing happened. So at first, I was honestly like really freaked out. I think it's just that violation of your space, your stuff that is really like the biggest emotion I have you just feel like violated and it's just a phone like everything's gonna be okay yeah it's annoying it was really annoying to lose your phone but or have it taken away from you but the most frustrating thing for me was feeling unsafe and that's kind of the surface emotion that I felt for the coming days afterward you just start seeing things differently. So I don't know about you guys, but it's pretty normal for me to set like my phone at on the table if I'm at a meal, especially sometimes I go leave the house with just like a phone and my small wallet, my keys. And if I'm at a coffee shop with a friend or 
yeah, sometimes I'll take that to a coffee shop if I'm working or my laptop and I just have things sitting out and all of a sudden I just felt like unsafe, like I couldn't do that anymore. And of course there's a certain element of safety and security when you are going places and doing things, but I was in a nice part of town. I was in a place I've always felt safe and unfortunately it was it's just stuff getting taken nobody's hurt nothing no nothing too crazy serious but it was still so scary and suddenly i felt myself questioning everything questioning safety questioning where i live like the city i live in like the whole thing it just you know a lot of swirling emotions and of course, I want this to serve as a reminder to, you know, be careful when you're out and about, but trust that you are safe and you are okay because I did kind of have a few days there where I just felt like so extremely unsafe from something as small as a phone and we deserve to feel safe and secure and obviously put yourself in those good situations and don't let a little phone getting stolen. <laughs> throw you off too much. So that's kind of like the down, negative, low vibe side of that, but something good has come from it. So when I didn't have my phone, so I didn't have a phone for about four days. The This was over Labor Day weekend and there was the hurricanes, plural, hitting like uh, Florida and the South and the Bahamas, everywhere. So between those two things, there was a, like, kind of, they were kind of hung up. Like, my service provider was really busy, and they couldn't get things to me very quickly, and it was just, like, a whole shebang. So, I was out without a phone for a few days. Fortunately, I do live with someone, so Shelby, she, I was able to use her phone. The main reason I needed it at all was in just getting everything sorted out and ordering a new phone, which is hilarious because it should be easy to do without a phone when you don't have a phone. Anyway, so that was the main reason I needed her phone. Like everything else I could do from my laptop, my work, everything. I just had to like notify clients that had my number and texted me that they just needed to email me. That was basically the only thing. So I'm lucky in that most of my work can be done on my laptop, but it was still super scary and annoying. And in that time, not having a phone, the one thing that felt weird was leaving the house just because you're so used to taking it just like just in case like what if I honestly didn't reach for it as much as I thought I would it just it did, again kind of fell into that security thing like having your phone means you're safe or like I don't know if something happens or on the road it's just nice to know that like you could call someone or yeah especially when I was home alone I don't know there was something weird about it like she always at work and I was here and of course I could contact people again the laptop but still kind of felt weird I don't know why so those are again a few more strange things I didn't really know is kind of how I would react I thought I would just feel weird not having social media so quickly like, I mean again access on the laptop so easily accessible but it wasn't actually that bad and the thing I did really notice during those four days without a phone was that I was sleeping so much better. Now, I've always been a pretty solid sleeper. I'm not someone that struggled with sleep or gets less than eight hours. No, like, I've always been a pretty good sleeper, but 
I've just felt like way more refreshed and when I would wake up every day I felt like way more clear. So I told myself that when I got my phone back I would go ahead and no longer sleep with my phone in our bedroom and that included sitting in bed like at night before I go to bed and scrolling. I kind of wanted to get rid of that habit because I just, I mean, I know it's not good for us, right? Like we're told not to be on our phones. Like the first thing we wake up and last thing we do before we go to bed, I knew that it was so pointless. And I, in the days that I didn't have a phone, I really just kind of relaxed and then fell asleep pretty quickly. The only times I ever am up, like kind of spinning my wheels, thinking about things as if I, you know, see something on my phone, if I get an email that kind of triggers something and I just keep thinking about it, that's the only times, um, that's kind of the only reaction I have to having a phone at night. Like it doesn't usually feel great. And so I knew that putting the phone outside, so I've been placing every night. So every night I've been placing my cell phone like on our kitchen counter charging it there and the first few nights I made Shelby <laughs> set an alarm for me I think she's really annoyed but I ordered an alarm clock you guys I felt so old school ordering an alarm clock there's a there's an interesting array of alarm clocks out there I did my research and I didn't really want to spend a lot of money because again I just need it to wake me up I don't need something ultra fancy like waking me up with natural light songbirds I don't know but I might get there. You never know. But I found one that pretty simple. It, it looks, you know, decently modern and it tells the time, it tells the indoor temperature and says the date, etc. But also it shows the phases of the moon. And when I saw that this was a feature on this alarm clock, I knew it was the one for me. I am definitely going to link it below because I think everyone should have this alarm clock. In, even if you don't want it in your bedroom or if you just want to keep it like in your kitchen or your living room as a clock, I just love seeing the phases of the moon and I think it adds some playfulness and light to kind of a sterile object and makes it fun for me. So I've really been enjoying that and I, I'm trying to think the last time I use an alarm clock was probably in 2009. So it's been 10 years that I've been using my iPhone to wake me up in the morning. So it's kind of nice having that change of pace and trying something a little bit different. So before I go to bed at night, two things I've been doing are number one, coloring. So I have this like crystals coloring book. It's just crystals and I just use color pencils and color it in and it's just relaxing I I honestly it's not like I do a whole page a night or anything I just do a little bit here and there and it's nice to kind of create and draw and I, I find it super relaxing before bed so that's one thing I've been doing and also just keeping some meditation books nearby and um just kind of intentional reading if you will things that feel good for me or if you're just an avid reader in general, a reading a book at all, I think is really nice before bed, unless of course it's keeping you up because it's so good. But um, that that's just a new practice for me. I really think back to the, I guess, last 10 years and thinking about all the scrolling you do before bed, like I can't even imagine, and first thing in the morning. And I feel so much more clear-headed 
which is weird. I didn't know I was so foggy, <laughs> but yeah, it, it has been really nice to have that separation. And I'm also probably going to create more boundaries around my phone. I'm not sure what they are yet, but this is a major one. We hear these things all the time, right? Like don't sleep with your phone in your room or, you know, all these different things to kind of like improve, I guess, mental health probably. But this one I highly recommend. And if you have to get an alarm clock, go for it. Like worst case scenario, that's what you need. And I know that you're like, well, what if something happens or somebody needs me? Well, that's probably not going to happen. That's an excuse to have your phone near you. And again, I do have my phone like in our kitchen, which isn't that far. So if someone kept calling, I would definitely hear it and be able to go out there and answer and respond if it was something serious. So that's just a new boundary I've set for myself and I'm really glad I've done it and I'll probably be creating more. So I thought that'd be something to share and yeah, that's something positive that came out of having my phone stolen and trying to see it from a different perspective and really learn something from it. And what I really did learn is that I want to be separate from that. It's, I, I love consuming content. I love seeing what people are creating and putting out there. Mostly people that aren't even in my field, just like doing cool things, sharing. And while it's nice to see what's out there, it's also important to tune in and create on your own, especially if you own your own business or have a blog, a YouTube channel, whatever, try and consume less and create more I'm trying and we can do this together, guys. We can tune out more. So when we are on the apps, the social media space, we are more intentional about who we're following, what we're seeing. And when we're off of it, we can be more present. And I realized how much we're on our phones. Like we went to our friend's house and everyone was on their phone. And I was like, dang, like we do this. Like we just sit here together on our phones and it's kind of wild and I'm not complaining because I absolutely love the online space. It's just nice to turn it off now and then and be present with the people around you and if you're less distracted you can really listen better and connect better with others which is awesome in your personal life and your professional life and I think just makes you more magnetic to people. And that's one more story I'm going to share today and wrap this up. So during my time without a phone, I went to a bench at my magic bench park. Uh, for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before. There is a park not too far from my house that I like to go to and they have a bunch of benches. It's really nice and it kind of feels like a nature oasis in the middle of the city, which is why I'm definitely drawn to it. I love having green space nearby and I really am drawn to it. And I've really turned Shelby on to going with me, which is fun because I think she thought at first it was a little nuts, but she's been coming with me the last few days. So that has been really fun. But so I went to this park one evening and I went and sat at a bench and I was actually on a walk for a while. Yeah, so I walked around the park. I went and sat on a bench and I was just kind of chilling, hanging out. And during my walk, 
before I sat down, I was thinking about the concept of magnetism and how we as people can be magnetic and that, you know, kind of all goes back to my personal beliefs around energy and that energy is everything. I mean, I think most of us know that, but putting it into practice in your everyday life is a whole nother thing. So acknowledging the energy we put out and the things we bring into our life and how those things consistently make us magnets whether we're drawing things to us or repelling things away from us. I just got all caught up in the idea of magnetism and thinking about it and just thinking to myself, how do I become magnetic for the things and the people and the experiences I want in my life? And I don't know, I was just rolling through the idea and so I sit on this bench and I'm just thinking about it, relaxing, just kind of settling in and then a man and his little dog come up to the bench not too far from me and he like his dog sits in his lap and is just chilling and I see from like around the corner all these ducks all these birds all these geese kind of swimming around the corner like they've seen this guy before they know what he's got and he had bags of it has to be some kind of like bird seed or bird food or something because it definitely wasn't bread and he started throwing it out and they just like come from every which direction, like out of nowhere, probably about 150 to 200 birds of all sorts of birds. And I was just like, whoa, this guy came out of nowhere and none of these birds are nearby. And they just found him and they recognized him, I think, and just were completely drawn to him. And I realized all of a sudden what was happening And I was laughing to myself, like, this is magnetism. Even if something as simple as carrying bird seed with you to the park with the hopes of attracting birds is a simple but important example of magnetism. And I want to use that example just to remind you that you can witness these examples in your everyday life too and use them as a reminder for yourself to think on what you want to be a magnet for. So if you want to attract fun, loving new friends in your life, how can you do that? How can you be a magnet for those people? Or if you're looking to start a new hobby, a new job, how do you become a magnet for those experiences? How can you show up with your art supplies at the park in order to attract other people who are interested in art who see you painting or drawing? How can you be a magnet for the things you want in your life? So for me right now, I hope that leaving my phone outside my bedroom, having the alarm clock, and having that slow, quiet downtime before I go to bed allows me to be a magnet for more clear and positive thinking and not getting as caught up in what's going on on social media and more in tune with myself. And that quality time before and after we go to sleep with Shelby, quality time is a love language and those small conversations I think are so incredibly important, whether it's just recapping your day or sharing something funny or 
Shelby loves to share just like memes and stuff with me before bed and I think that's okay because I'm not the one like sitting there scrolling but it's just some way to share and connect and enjoy some quality time with one another so I highly encourage you to find a way to create more space in your mind in some way it doesn't have to be phone related it could be just getting out of the office for a little while, leaving for lunch instead of staying in, or turning off the TV at a certain time every day, or just finding a little extra space for yourself. This has been my example. I hope this encourages you all. This week inspires you a bit to think about how you can be a magnet for the things you want and to create space for those things. I've missed you guys so much. I don't like to think of my time away as a break. I just like to think of it as a pause and that was me creating space for a move in my life. So many fun, exciting things unfolding now and I appreciate you all coming along for this ride. This podcast is such a special place for me and putting together this little podcast studio is going to be so much fun. I'm actually sitting at a table in a chair, no longer crouched on the floor. So this feels amazing. Thank you for tuning in. I absolutely love y'all. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Life with Zan. If you'd like to follow along, you can find me at Zan Farrow, spelled Z-A-N-F-A-R-R-O-W, on both Instagram and YouTube. And if you'd like to check out my website, head to zanfarrow.com. I look forward to talking to you guys next week.